Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, evening, afternoon, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this thing, Billy DeVore. And sitting below me on the Zoom call is... Hey, what's up? Lee Kimbrell, how you doing, Nasty Boys and girls? You doing okay out there? Thanks for watching the Zoom. I'm actually to Billy's l- right on my screen. And then below me, we've got the sweet, sweet nasty boy, the third nasty boy. Who is it? This is Danny Samet. I'm actually above Billy and Lee, you're right below Billy. So we got a nice divorce sandwich, which I mean, can't really go wrong with that. I feel particularly nasty tonight. I just housed a Domino's pizza and then a quote unquote salad. So yeah, so, you know, sounds good. That's not a salad. That is just a bag of leaf greens and then anchovy paste mixed together in a sh- in the fucking mop bucket. I mean, divor- you're saying that as if it's a bad thing. Yeah, no, it's not bad. I'll yeah. put you in a mop bucket. <laughs> oh, fuck. Clean the floor with me, Zaddy. Ooh. <laughs> Dude, a, a divorce sandwich is a far leaner choice of food now than it ever has been. It really is. Yeah, a divorce sandwich before, like, what was it? Just, like, the, the fat of a brisket? Just, it like, would... on a... <laughs> On two, in between two pieces of fried chicken. <laughs> oh, fuck, you're not wrong. You're basically just saying a KFC double dip. Yeah, which is I'm fine. To say. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I'm not mad at it. Uh, what it used no, to be but was now just it's like good. It's like a club sandwich, dude. With instead of bread, there's just lettuce. Thick yeah, bread. you're an unwitch. You're, you're a Jimmy John's unwitch, which is the preferred dude, sandwich. So underrated, by the way. I I back it. It's hard to eat. Well, I get the tuna usually. And the oh, tuna sandwich is hard to eat because it just is sopping. And then if you take a wrong bite at the wrong time, it just leaks everywhere. Oh, it's so nice. and and if you have that little that little ridge in your lettuce, that like it's just that the ri- like the little skeleton. Yeah, yeah, that's no good, man. The little just, spine just dropping. Yeah, oh. it just drops in there, dude. You can bet that if you've got that spine in a piece of lettuce. That that unwitch is going to break apart, Bill. Would you say it's a pretty good bet? You know what? I would say it's a great bet. I bet the odds are pretty high. Um, if where would I go to place that bet? There's uh, plenty of places that you can go, but really only one place that you should go. And uh, there's no shortage of action going on with our partners over there at BetOnline.ag. We got baseball back, baby. It's coming back. The, the the rest of the sports world, it's slowly making its way back. NBA is announcing the return in late July. We've got baseball around the corner. UFC boxing in the uh, Confederate flagless NASCAR is currently going on right now. So is international soccer. They've all resumed play, and Bet Online has the best odds and lines for their upcoming games and matches. If you need more, you little slut, Bet Online has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening every single day for our devout gamblers to check out simulated games baby bet online also offers hundreds of live casino games poker tournaments and the best prop bets in the business visit betonline.ag on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus betonline.ag your online wagering experts hit it up dog hit it up and i'm back back on the screen am i still here you are that was beautiful. Oh, Aww. That cat. 
Got oh. sweet, good kitty. Sweet Ezzy boy over here. God, Ezzy boy. God, he really does love you. He's, it's, this is his second appearance on the podcast. Yeah, he's uh, he's loving it right now. He really loves this uh, us just being distanced because he will just climb and be all over me. Like if you you watch the video, you'll see he just trounces around behind me on the couch for I don't know the whole time, and then he'll come yeah. and squat and pop down next to me. Squat, pop lock, and drop it. That's yeah, right. a little Ezzy boy. Ezzy backing that thing up. Ezzy. Mm. You know what the worst is? He'll get like, I'll be laying on the couch and then he'll pop up and lay next to me. But not only will he won't lay, he'll back up. Of course. Towards my face and then put his asshole near a mere inch away from my nose. Right there. Just a little pinch. Just, yeah. Just like, he's just just seasoning your life. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. He's he's treating you like a good cast iron skillet. That's true. He's, he's just coming up being like, hey, can you can you do me a solid and see if I have anything hanging around around here? Anything hanging okay. down? The cast iron talk triggers me uh, the other day. So two of my roommates have worked in food service for like yeah. the entire time they've held jobs. And like they have these jobs. They're not they don't like it. They just do it for money, which fair enough. But like yeah. it's at the point where they're so jaded that they just have no interest in like learning more about food or like how food works or anything. Anyways, yeah. the point I'm getting at is that one of them, I like he he was soaking my cast iron in the sink, and I jumped out the window, survived because I'm on the first on the first floor and there's like a lawn, so I didn't die. But then yeah. I came in, and I was like, "Hey man, you're supposed to just leave that." He's like what? It's so gross. I'm like, well, I mean, take the chunks out. He's like, yeah, but like, there's just like a bunch of like old oil on there. I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's the, that's the highway to flavor town. That's the highway to flavor town. Yeah. My uh, friend of the pod, Andrew Rudick put one of, uh, put my cast iron skillet into the dishwasher. We've talked about it on the pod many times, but dude, it's a hundred plus old cast iron skillet. It's from my ranny. It's over a hundred years old, dude. Wow. Put it in the dishwasher. I got a. You, you really hate that. I got cast iron uh, grates for the big green egg. So it's just soaking Dude, in all those your flavors. Your big green egg, man. You have been such a happy guy. Give us the rundown of just some of the meat, some of the little mouth projects you've been working mouth on. Mouth project. Uh, well, <laughs> I love a good mouth project. I made ribs over the weekend. Uh, they were so goddamn good. The classic three, two, one method. I smoked them, put them in there for three hours, and then I. Uh, and then I put them in tin foil for two with some apple cider vinegar. So that the apple cider could... vinegar soak is particularly horny. It's very horned. And also yeah. every hour during those the three hour period, I was just basting it and shooting it in apple cider oh. vinegar. Just soak it up, bitch. Give it oh. a good squeeze. Then I made that little that that chipotle rib burrito with just the apple so cider thick vinegar. and tight. And then last hour, I made my own. Uh, mustard-based barbecue sauce. Thank you, Danny, for bringing me mustard and the, individually the packed stevia. Yeah. Also, fuck you. They were individual <laughs> packets. They were individual I, packets, and I, I didn't cut. know what you wanted. Like you, you uh, did not. Okay, you did not give me instructions beyond a sugar substitute that was not Splenda. You well, did not give me any instructions. Bang. Okay, that's I figured fair. you might have wanted it for like coffee or something. I didn't know you wanted it for Man, your sauce. That's fair. You know what? I guess I fucked up. It's and on said, you. Hey, it's on me. I appreciate that you did. You know it. what? You are you are Gabe Kapler calling a lefty from the bullpen when there was no lefty warming up. Yeah, <laughs> that's that was you just did the culinary equivalent of that. So I'm not taking blame. 
for coming into the game cold with no warm-up pitches. Look, he's got both his hands up right now. I'm not going to fight it. <laughs> I'm not fighting it, okay? I'm not mad I don't at it. I fight Gabe Kapler either. That dude's fucking scary. No, that guy's God, very Gabe scary. Gabe Kapler. Uh, what I, else? I watched a video of him getting tossed. Did you hear recently. about his ice cream thing? Uh-uh. So he's, like, so anal about his diet and nutrition, but he, like, has a massive sweet tooth. So he'll get an ice cream cone and then a cup and just lick it and spit it. He won't swallow it. He just licks and spits. What a monster. Like, an actual psychopath. That's bulimia. Like, and anorexia. <laughs> That's bulimia and anorexia. 100%. Like, Get you a man who can do both. <laughs> <laughs> Is that fucker at like 4.6% body fat? Oh, it's he's a freak. stupid. Yeah, he's a freak of nature. That's wild. John Boy Media on Instagram. Oh, I can't. Dude, it's the best content out there. I don't know it's how so he good. does it. He's the one how that does did he that. Do it? He's the one that got the Savages in the Box thing. I have no idea how he like finessed the audio for that no, gorgeous it's piece of really, content to exist. It's really, really good, man. And it's like he does the VO on all of them, so they're all him. Like, uh-huh. depending on the video, they it's like a full day's work. I don't know how many he had cashed away, but they're so good. Dude. He had a really good quote the other day. He's actually a cool story because like. He just like did it for fun, and then he's like, "Oh, wow! I can like actually do this for a living." But it's, he, the other day, I forget where I saw it. He said, "I didn't know what a work ethic was till I started doing something I loved." Yeah, true. Yeah, that's a, that's so true. Speaking of doing, quote. speaking of doing something out of the love of your heart, at the end of May, Armchair Media signed off on a year-long <laughs> network sponsorship Boom. deal. Allowing the company to grow our podcast and video network into new local sports communities. Following the senseless murders of Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and countless other black community members at the hands of police officers, we want to ensure we do what we can to make a tangible impact on those communities as we grow. Armchair Media will be issuing two $500 scholarships per semester to aspiring black creatives. We are also working with organizations that may allow us to crowdfund more scholarships each semester. If you've ever been dismissed as having an, quote, unrealistic, end quote, career path, if you've ever butted heads with parents or teachers because they don't recognize exactly what you want to do with your life, if you have feared to express yourself or put work into the world due potential lack backlash, we strongly encourage to apply. We recognize that there are creatives out there who may have bypassed college to pursue other avenues, who didn't get into college because their passions didn't translate to college testing, or who do not have access to the financial means to pay for college. This is why there are only three requirements for eligibility. Black creative, under the age of 21, and submit a project either being graphic design, photography, writing, audio, video, journalism, creative writing, etc. to scholarship at armchairallamericans.com. Pretty cool thing that the podcast dads do it and set that up. So Armchair All Club. Americans, the exact opposite of the ringer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah. They're, they're unionized in the good in a good way. They are, they but have, Bill Simmons is getting just ethered. Dude, yeah, getting the, absolutely what, trashed. Yeah, what the hell is he doing? So he, he, he had, had a, the bag. He well, got he what he had, wanted. He did, but then like he's just been putting his foot in his mouth. So like it was Rosillo who initially helped him put the foot in his mouth, right? So, yeah. well, yes and no. I mean, Rosillo did have a pretty bad quote, but like, I don't understand. Like, when the whole, when the main gripe with the Ringer is their lack of diversity and their lack of like pumping up 
black voices. Like, why would Bill Simmons, under all of that heat, think that having a white co-host for a podcast talking about Black Lives Matter exclusively yeah. is like a good thing? Especially, yeah, like, a Trumper. Anyways, uh, there was also something Drew McGarry posted, like, basically a nuclear bomb about Simmons the other day. What did he, he say? I didn't see it. He just, like, called out all that, but he also said that Simmons just has, like, a horrible track record of this stuff and that when his HBO show bombed, apparently HBO, like, told him, we will get you Mina Kimes to co-host, and he said no. Or no, it was Katie Nolan. It was Katie Nolan, rather. Either way, just, like, the hubris. I don't know. Bill Simmons is just, like, he's every grandpa that you – he's, like, he's an old-school baseball player that thinks – he knows how to swing a bat still, even though like every scientific point points otherwise. Yeah. Right. They should just let him, they, I mean, he shouldn't have gotten out of the, uh, what was it? Jalen and Bill doing that YouTube series on the NBA. <laughs> like that. What was that? 2010, 20, or was that 2012? When all he had to care about was the NBA. He was one of the best voices in that sport. He was but great. Easily. And it's crazy that with, with his views that he was a writer for Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. It's like it just totally made sense because I guess he's going to get canceled or whatever. Dude, Kimmel shouldn't get canceled. That's such dog shit, man. I agree. I think, I think, yeah. I mean, was it a different time? Oh, yeah, but I mean. Yeah, man. It was know. not a good look, but I don't know. I'm guilty of it. Like, cancel me. Well, did you get you know? all, did you get, did you get into blackface and do Carl Malone multiple times? No, I did it, but I also wasn't like a professional comedian in 1992. Yeah. I might have, you know, I might have, like, I very well might have, dude. Like, right. Well, what's yeah, crazy is know. that was what, like 1999, 2000? I don't know. I'm sure that Kimmel is a, on some level a dirtbag. I think it's really, really hard to get to that position. Almost impossible without having a couple screws loose and stepping on some necks. But, like, I don't know, dude. Kimmel is – I mean, he was on The Man Show, for God's sake. Yeah. Like, he's he's done some shit that you're not allowed to do anymore. We get that. I feel like he's tried. I don't know. Like, some blackface and, you know, a Snoop Dogg impersonation in 1992. Let's not cancel his fucking show. Yeah. Yeah. Let's Can not, we not cancel his whole show? 150 people work for that show. Yeah. And he came out and apologized. Out of those people's mouth? Like, yeah. I don't know. That's so absurd. Right. For, for something that happened that long ago. And also following up with, like, with people trying to cancel Tina Fey. I'm like, she's been she a champion. She canceled herself. For what? I didn't there was, see there was, there's a few. There's, like, a handful of 30 Rock Blackface episodes. And she, like, she, before... I mean, as far as I saw, I mean, I don't follow that world too much, but she like reached out and had them removed from streaming and syndication. Yeah, she had those removed, and then people came out like, "Well, they have uh, they have some racist stuff in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt against Asians." I'm like, I, I'm. <laughs> well, what? I just saw it. I don't what? follow her, but Jenna Marbles. Do you guys know who she is? She's like yeah. the OG YouTuber. Yeah. She, the cancel culture came from her and she just does, she's not doing her YouTube page anymore. What the fuck? What, 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 what did she do? Just old videos with insensitive Asian stuff and slut shaming and uh, a blackface incident and 
Well, instead know, of man. canceling these people and knowing this happened at a different time, why don't we do it like we do with a lot of things in comedy? They're period pieces. They stay and they resemble that time of comedy, like in things that people were doing. So let them stay there. And if they've changed and learned from it now, you know, if it's been yeah, if so, if somebody doubles down and is, if somebody doubles down and is like, no, fuck you, I'll do it right now. Sure, man. They they don't deserve a platform, but I I just I don't know. Right, but yeah. I, I I feel like cancel culture is a net positive. Like the uh, the majority of people yeah. that are getting like obliterated deserve Danny it. Mas- Danny Masterson, Chris like, Delia, that guy, th- all that those guy, fucking guys, monster. You know, like yeah, Harvey real. Weinstein. <laughs> yeah, dude, I saw this article about Weinstein the other day. Uh, this Japanese director that he was working with, I guess Weinstein like was producing like the movie or something and mm-hmm. it was going in for final edits and the Japanese director had final cut and he like knew like Weinstein had already like tried to like flex on him and be like, no, like, we're doing this my way. We're doing this my way. The director s- mailed him a samurai sword with a tag hanging off of it that says I have final cut. it was power move it was for the english translation of oh fuck what is that anime it's a like a classic yeah yeah, i know what you're talking about fuck i forget yeah uh the ghost in the shell no um shit i'm looking it up right now remember when they were talking about doing a live action dragon ball z movie and how awful that would have been oh would have been so bad Danny, I agree with you, man. I think ultimately that is the right thing. Like cancel culture takes out people that are assholes. But like, I don't know, the residuals, it, it's it just sucks. A, it's a tricky line to walk. It's a well, tricky like, line to walk. People keep coming for Chrissy Teigen and it's like, yeah, who doesn't say dumb stuff every now and then? But like she is a net positive. She's done a lot of, a lot more good than bad. Yeah, I mean, what are they coming at her for? Like the, like... The the AirPod thing and just like being like she just like doesn't sure. she just like doesn't think things through sometimes it's not like she's malicious with it like yeah people love her because she'll she'll tweet a picture of her like taking a shit yeah because it's not well thought out and it seems genuine so when she tweets something that is like I don't know she's just being herself I it, that's I don't know. I'm so hesitant. I don't, there's some beef going on in the Cincinnati comedy scene right now. And I'm not putting my fucking name on anything that can be screenshot. You know nope. what I'm saying? Like, I'll meet up with you in person in a, in a mask and we can talk about this shit. But like, fuck you. I'm not going it, to. It, it's all just conjecture and hearsay. And then people without like actually any conversation. People None. will have a, a week to have like an opinion on something and then they won't be turned out of it. You know, I don't. Yeah. Well, they're just firing out because they're fucking bored right now. I don't get why, you know, especially locally, people are going berserk because there aren't any fucking shows. Yeah. <laughs> the only ones that have happened are in your house. Comedy drama with no and comedy. Whatever. Fuck them. It's dumb. And here's the thing. Anyone who comes out and says some shit and it's, un- and it's unhinged and it doesn't have any kind of basis in in fact that they uh they're just hurting themselves that's the bottom line yeah i don't know it's like a job dude if you come out you get fired from a job or you say something about your boss online um guess what that stays there forever and then potential client potential other potential jobs you could have um 
uh, you know, they, sorry, Zoom just popped up and said we got as long as we want, which is great. Um, but, uh, you know, if you put that online and other potential fucking job, like bosses see it, you're getting hired. They're going to see that post and be like, I don't want to hire this person. They're volatile. They can come out and say shit about me. I'm not putting myself at risk. Fuck that. This, yeah. this tour manager that I know, he wrote a tell-all memoir about, uh, I will keep names off here, but for his, his first band, the singer of that band went on to become like an, like an arena act, like massive. And he wrote like a tell-all memoir about this dude's first band. And like me and one of our mutual friends, I was like, how does he expect to ever get a job ever again writing tell-all memoirs about his clients? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You better yeah, make exactly. sure that you're getting paid enough to fucking write that book. Dude, Speaking I of read your book. Enough. It was really good how much you shit on that guy and got the really nitty-gritty on him. Yeah. Man. I want you to write mine. Speaking of getting paid enough, there's a, a deal has been made. Oba. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Tell uh, me about ba- it. Baseball's back. God damn! Yeah, it is. Why it would is. why would we care? Why would we care about baseball being back on this podcast? I don't yeah, know. It's so fucking weird. Oh wait, dude, no, this is a baseball. Yeah, podcast. right. I forgot about baseball. <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck, dude. Baseball yeah, and early nasty boys. Yeah, Who would have thought? Uh, the, the sport of baseball is going to happen, and we're not going to be watching games from the year nineteen seventy-five. <laughs> Where's that Paul Rudd gift? This is big. This is <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We fucking uh. nailed it. Uh, so basically, I mean, Trevor Bauer called it in April. Uh, we've got sixty games this year. I'll believe it when I see it. I'm still not. I'm still not sold that it's happening. Well, I've got my doubts, and it's for a completely different reason. It's not because of the players or the owners. Because of the Ronies, exactly. Which we'll get into that later. Um, oh yeah, the Ronies could shut it down. Of course. Well, we've got 60 games. We've got 40 games in the NL Central, 20 games against the NL Central, or the AL Central, Jesus Christ. There's no extended playoffs. The players gave that up when when the owners took over and said... we've got 20 games against the NL and AL Central? No, 40 40 NL, 20 AL. God damn, that's a lot of games against the fucking Yankees. Nah, they're the East. I guess what, four or five? No, we've got... They're the East. Oh, it's Central, Central, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that. I read Eno Saris just posted like a how like an article about how the like schedule and rules affect fantasy pitchers, and he's saying that he projects AL. He wants like he said bump up AL and NL Central starters a little bit just because of the strength of schedule. But like, it's like the Reds aren't going to be able to coast really. Like, I think no. some of the some of the West like the Dodgers are just going to have a field day. But like, yeah, the, the Dodgers could win forty five games. Yeah. Realistically, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, but they still have to play the AL West, which I mean, I wouldn't nah. want to. Yeah, it's only twenty games though, so it doesn't yeah. matter too okay. much. Rangers, whatever. Angels, fine. Uh, Don't just write whatever. off the Rangers. I'm writing off the Rangers. I'm not. They cannot not. hang with the Dodgers. I'm not saying they can hang with the Dodgers, but they can definitely make things interesting. I mean, I'm, I want. We'll, we'll get to like before we dive into the Reds. Do we just want to do like? We'll chaos, talk about the league. Like a chaos yeah. mode, like what what we want from the playoffs. Right. Let's finish this real quick, though. So yeah. the, for the roster construction, for the first two weeks, you got 30 players. For the second two weeks, you have 28. And then week five is 26. Um, players must be uh, with an organization by September 15th to be eligible for the playoffs. Um, there is a DH in both leagues. And 
this fucking sucks. There's a runner at second to start for extra innings. I hate that. I fucking despise that. that. I I can't. Is that real? Yes. That is the worst fucking rule change that they snuck in. I can't. That is such bullshit. Is that moving forward or in 2020? Now. Right now. For why so, not just do like just why so not game just, seven game seven of the world series goes into extras and you're just gonna put a ghost runner on second base right i don't and, think i don't think they do it for the playoffs i mean i haven't read anywhere that they're doing it for playoffs either so i don't I, I wish that they would just like treat it like the nhl where it's like okay obviously you can't do three on three baseball but like okay let's say after 14 innings each team picks a player Home run derby, call it a game. Sure. Fine. 14 innings, sure. Yeah. Right. 13 maybe, whatever. But here's what's asinine. So say you start with a runner on second, you can bunt that runner over to third. And then a fly ball wins it. Exactly. It's so dumb. You can do a sacrifice bunt and a sacrifice fly into winning the game? Well, they wouldn't be, oh, like say, okay, He's got a runner on second, like that whole situation. And then this, the teams just repeat doing that over and over. You're David not Bell's just going to short, David Bell's just going to short circuit. Cause he's so like analytically minded that even with this, he won't sat bunt. I love it. He's I just do. Gonna, yeah. He's just going <laughs> to spontaneously combust the second a game goes into extra. <laughs> <laughs> he's just going to, no, he's going to try and get himself thrown out every fucking time. So he, he just does. doesn't have to deal with it. Exactly. That is, that is a really stupid rule, man. Yeah, I hate it. That is a really stupid rule. But uh, And then also, I think you, you have a pool of 30 players that are at an alternate site, and you can use up to three taxi. You can bring up to three taxi squad players to each game. If you bring a third, it has to be a catcher. So that's, you bring a third, it has to be a catcher. That's so random. Sub, well, I kind of get that because it's like you don't want to just like – load up on pitchers or something, yeah, you know, yeah. to like mm-hmm. have somebody that like kind of not the most like strategic piece, you know? Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for pretty much everything, but the ghost runner, like as a Reds fan, I begrudgingly accept that the DH is a massive benefit for us, but I hate it. I hate the fact that there's universal DH now. So I, you, you, you've liked the pitchers hitting. I don't know. I just like, I I mean, do do I know, but like, I feel like the, just as a Reds fan, it's like with how progressive David Bell is and how much of a gamer Lorenzen is, I just loved seeing that kind of stuff. And it's like now with the DH, it's like, I don't know. Like, again, it's definitely a a benefit for the Reds that they're going to be a better team because of it. Like, man, I think this is going to seriously cut into Lorenzen's outfield time. And that's about yeah, it. that's very true. Yeah. I mean, it's no longer a novelty, the hitting pitcher. That's true. I didn't really think of it. No. And He's a really, really, really good hitting pitcher, but you wouldn't DH him. No. No. You would, I mean, let's say hypothetically. Honestly, so with the, so the trade deadline is August 31st. I think that the Reds have a couple of like long-term decisions that they need to make this year. Uh, they both kind of are circling the wagon on each other. And that, in my opinion, is Jesse Winker and Joey Votto. Yeah. So I could see now with the DH being a thing, like I could see them punting on Winker at some point. Punting on Winker and, you know, 
what I mean, what do you do with Joey? So my thought process was I thought about this the other day until I took a deep dive into Winker's stats, and he was awful last year. He was awful. But uh with I was thinking it's like, well, Winker's terrible in the outfield. If he has a good year and Votto has a bad one, maybe one plus one equals two. But I don't know. It's like I, I don't I after doing that dive on Winker, I'm not sure. And it's like I'm not high, I'm not optimistic on him anymore. I mean, he can't hit lefties for shit. That's just proven. Or righties. Well, right. He did I it mean, last year. No, he was hurt most of the year last year and they platooned him. I mean, with him and it's crazy to think that Matt Kemp was on this team at the beginning <laughs> of last year. That's so weird. And they and he split time with him and left, and then they cut Kemp and brought up Irvin, and then they that's a perfect platoon. I mean, yeah. but I, I mean, he, he had what, was it the shoulder last year? It was the shoulder. I think so. It's that fucked him and was, and he was out for most of the year again. So I, I don't know. We, we, I still don't, I won't, I don't want to sell him yet. Cause we still don't know. No, I'm not saying sell him right now. I'm just saying like that if he's going to do something, it's this year. Otherwise I think his time, his shit has failed. Yeah. I agree with that, but I uh, but at the same time, you can't really judge him in sixty games. Gonna so have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what does that mean? So like, you're gonna have like, how big are teams gonna be able to bet on this trade deadline when you're working with like what thirty games before the deadline? That's what 35, I'm saying. 40. Right. So if you think you're in a position that you can that you need a small piece and you can make some moves. I don't know, and if you're in a selling position, then you can sell very high and and make a sh- and make a quick quick grab and rebuild yeah. your farm system. Get teams higher are- than you would. Well, I don't think that. So th- that's an interesting thing. Are rental players worth more or less this year? Exactly. Rentals are worth could, less, but you could. Well, argue are they though? Both. They have they, you they, they, argue exactly. Both. There's a very valid case for both. They're worth less because you have them for less games, but they're worth more because. They can make you a have huge them for less games. Yeah, exactly. Because if you trade for them and you've got them for thirty games and they're hot for twenty games, uh-huh. then it, then you just bought yourself the World Series, you know? Right? Because I'm jumping the gun here, but uh, I, what do you, Danny? We talked about this, like Lindor. Like you, ha- you could have him for sixty games plus next season like and if that's the piece that's missing and if galvis is completely shitting the bed do you finally pull that trigger because hunter green's stock value is value is climbing he's throwing again and he's he's he was on mlb's page and pitcher nation like with his I still i still think that it makes more sense to go for seager just because like i don't i think the indians in a shortened season because of their pitching rotation I think that they have a shot at pushing the Twins. I mean, I think the Twins are still the favorite, but I think the Indians have a shot for either their vision or a wild card. Now, if they don't, that brings up the question again. But, like, right now, if we're just, like, playing armchair GM, like, when the rosters are unfrozen on Friday, tomorrow, uh, then, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I definitely bark up that tree, but I think that Seager is still, like, more attainable. Or you go real galaxy brain and try and pry Gavin Lux out and then, the hot boy of cincinnati yeah i i don't think the dodgers would be willing to part with them i think they would part with seeker first speaking of the dodgers um i was talking to my friend the other day and i was like huh 
Oh, I was talking about Dansby Swanson, about how his face is like a 70 right now with an 80 future value. Like, I think when he's like 45, he's going to be like Chase Utley times 10. Yeah. But yeah. anyways, I was like, all right, I wonder who the like unanimous, like hottest players in baseball are. And I Googled it and somebody posted like a top 40 power ranking of their opinion of the hottest players in baseball. And they're all just the like wide-eyed, like doughy guys, like – Lux and Bellinger, like the guys that are just like that look like they're just like dead inside. Yeah, oh. idiots. And like I, I, I love I, those are two of my favorite players in the game right now. But, but they're not the hottest. No, not even no. close. Where was Chris, Joey on the list? Not, not he wasn't. What? Well, the, that list no. isn't even a list. I know. I agree. Gino should be on there. Uh, Lorenzo kind of looks like an alien, but he, no, he kind of looks like an alien. Lorenzo, he's, yeah, like, but no, he's, he's too ripped. ripped. No, he's he looks like ripped. he looks like a deer. That's what he looks like. <laughs> he really he looks like a moose, yeah. like with a giant with the giant shoulders. shoulders. <laughs> Dude, the Reds Instagram account posted a couple stills of him the other day pitching. It's it it is weird. He has like bodybuilder vascularity. Like yeah, oh yeah, he is a freak. You he look actually at him, he might as well be a bodybuilder. Yeah, it's nuts. Like he's got twenty-three inch biceps. It doesn't make sense that he has like, like, like movement. Like yeah, he looks like he would be muscle bound. It's so weird that he has functioning strength. He just looks like such a like barbell bicep curl guy. I think he's yeah. an actual alien. Yeah, yeah he's such a. That's why he, he. That's why he leans into the Christianity so hard to pass for a normal human. I am yeah. a human. I love the Jesus Christ. Yeah, what exactly. <laughs> um, so, this is kind of a segue, but I think I just once the like news broke that like so Dick Williams the other day he was asked like what his strategy is going to be for the reserve pool and he said like if there's room for like development developmental players he'll bring them he'll throw them in there but like the vast majority of it will be geared at helping the current team. So with yeah. that, that got me thinking. Normally I would say like, okay, you put a Nick Lodolo and a Hunter Green and like some of the like new draft picks on that team to see if you can develop them. But what I'm thinking with that is the entire pitching development program is literally driveline. You don't need to quote unquote waste spots on making sure that your kids develop right when you can just send them to driveline and they will literally be exposed to the exact same development processes. Yeah. So it's like they can, they have a lot more flexibility because it's like, it's not like they would be worried. It's not like, Oh, you're on your own. It's no, you guys are going to driveline and basically Bodie is still working with them. Right. But I still see the, a path for Lodolo to be in the bullpen this year. I just, I I, I agree. I would say if Hunter Green wasn't coming off TJ, I personally would have him on that reserve squad just because like I don't care what level you're at that fastball plays anywhere and then if that slurve that he was workshopping like if that like turns out to be like if that turns out to be like real like that plays that thing will pass yeah but like I I don't think they do it just because he's still like coming off TJ I agree with that but I do I mean and there's just no doubt in my mind if Lodolo is where where he was last year I don't see why not if you are looking at the last 10 games, the last 20 games of the season, and you need to give Kunal a break and his arms starting to die out. And bring in Plus, Sadola is a lefty. Exactly. And that's what yeah. we're missing. Like, yeah. if Cody Reed doesn't have his shit together this year, 
then you are missing a – he would be an invaluable piece to that bullpen. Dude, speaking of people coming out of the pen, I completely forgot about Stroop. Yeah, dude. How great is that move? I completely forgot about Stroop. I low-key forgot about Wade Miley. Like, yeah, dude. We, like, which fucking crazy. Right, and then you have Malley as your sixth starter. Yeah. yeah. Or, no, I, I'm, or, I'm excited to see Wade Miley in there in the five spot. With a 60-game season, I'm, I'm completely, like, shit. I'm, I'm verbally shit-posting right here. Do not take this seriously. Uh, Trevor Bauer has a noodle arm. He's not going to get hurt. Just put him in the bullpen, and, like, he can pitch three innings every day for the whole season. It's fine. Do you think teams will do that versus if you've got a 60-game season and you're paying Garrett Cole, you know, $3 million per pitch? You're not going to bring him out of the pen? Not bring him out of the pen? No. Okay, Garrett Cole's you're, a bad example. You're gonna, you're gonna, saying, no, you're going to stack starters. The, uh, Dave Roberts yeah. already came out and said that for at least the first time through the rotation, Dodgers starters will be limited to four or five innings. I think that, I mean, with how popular the openers becoming every year, like for teams that don't have a good fifth starter, it's a perfectly viable option. So with all of this and with the expanded rosters, I think you'll see a lot of stacking at least for the first like couple times through the rotation. Yeah, yeah, man, because it's like, why would you run your number one arm out there 12 times? In an entire season, 12 times in a 60-game season? See, I'm thinking the opposite. If they get warmed up after that second time through the rotation and hitters aren't clicking yet, I mean, I can see starters. I can, I think we'll see a lot more complete games than we have in the past couple of years. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so because of, like, who knows what's going to happen. And, like, with the, like, fewer like, – I mean, I could see it going either way. Uh, just So this was interesting. Travis Sawchick posted this. Uh, a few months ago when like just like as a research project about the DH even with without a DH National League teams uh, on average their starters pitch deeper into games than AL teams interesting so is that just why I I mean I think I think it just I think that's more just like the, the teams that led that leaderboard the Dodgers the Reds the Astros like Stud rotation. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Also, that's hilarious that like Reds fans like were after like wanted David Bell fired after like two months, and it's like his starters pitch like fifth most in baseball. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because they he let him get like I mean there was the beginning of the year that first month where Sonny Gray was going out and doing four was throwing four yeah. and a third, and then finally they built up and you know. You finally had Sonny throw in seven innings, you know, six and two thirds towards the latter half of latter half of the season. Though. I like the way the Reds are built for this, man. I can't really think of a team that's like, oh, that's the thing. It's like, okay, do do you throw more complete games? I mean, it's not like the bullpen's bad, and it's like Robert Stevenson was a starter, Amir Garrett was a starter, Michael Lorenzen was a starter. I don't know if you can like yeah. bank on them to go three innings multiple times a week, but like, I don't right. see why they couldn't. Yeah, like why they couldn't at least like. Like Robert Stevenson, I mean, I think a lot of it depends on Rysel because if he can be rock solid, then the back end of the bullpen is Rysel and Amir Garrett, and then either Stroke or Lorenzen. And it's like, dude, I almost like almost would rather instead of having Molly be a sixth starter, I'd almost rather stack Stevenson and Lorenzen. Like yeah. that's nasty. Like that's, two or three. Yeah, innings, that's like, pretty like, nasty. Like three innings each or something. Fuck it, man. Yeah, and don't forget, Cody Reed was also a starter. 
I mean, he could realistically go out there and throw two, three. He, he could throw a baseball. I think that is in play <laughs> this year. Uh, I am not optimistic that that will happen, but he was having a great season until his knee got fucked until yeah. he got hit with a baseball. I mean, we all don't forget about that. People forget. They always forget. Never forget. I think the Never team is that. Ne- oh God! That was so visceral. Sorry, oh, guys. Dark oh, days. God. That uh, was a great night, despite the fact that I just threw a COVID bomb into the party. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was the best way to turn thirty. I will say that. My energy at that. My energy at that party was infectious. Oh yeah, you were killing. <laughs> Come on! See what oh, I did wow. there. That was really good. That was beautiful. Sorry. Yeah, that was so good. It should go viral. Come on. <laughs> We're having fun. Oh, speaking uh, of which, all of the neckbeards are just going after me on that WCPO post. It's hilarious. Yeah, Daniel on the news, on local yeah, news. I am the media. Yeah, you are. You really honed it in. Yeah, really just crushing the quarantine Twitter game right now. Uh, They're getting after you? Oh, it's great. I'm not replying to it. It's just funny. Yeah, like a bunch of people are like, let me read let me let me read this because it's worth it's worth a proper it's read. It's worth the read. Worth the read. Um Love the right. hat, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Um, all right. Where God, there's just so much. Oh, here it is. Um and I quote from the toolbox. Uh media lo- uh, um, let's see. Oh, look, a protester in mask wearer, and he still got COVID. A newsflash, he survived with symptoms not even as bad as the flu. Yeah, I'm young and healthy. It's not about me. And then the toolbox says, media loves to find the outlier cases to satisfy their insatiable appetite to instill fear with the narrative that this hits all age groups equally, which no one ever said. Here, example, is a protesting beta male dipshit, but now he's a victim. Uh, that's that should be wow. my new social media handle. Protesting, protesting beta, male beta male dipshit is perfect. I wear I wear it with pride. Because God yeah. damn, dude! Out of all of those, beta is like the least accurate. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so wrong. You yeah, like, I, well, dog. I mean, think about it though. Like on a three on a three uh, at bat sample size, he's hitting six sixty six. So like, hail Satan! Yeah, 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 Mark not bad. Yeah. God damn, that is so wild. Uh, so before you, we, we acknowledged you hopping on the news, I think I was thinking in my head of like which team this hurts the most, and I honestly think it's the defending champs. Yeah. I mean, they also yeah. lost Rendon. Correct. They lost Rendon. They got to figure out third. And, I mean, their bullpen tightened up in the playoffs and in the, and in the World Series, but before that it was a shit show. Uh-huh. They're not yeah, going to be able I, to repeat that. So – Syndergaard is out, correct? Correct. Yeah. So the Mets are toast. I think the Braves are gonna. I, well, so here's the thing. I think Braves it's Philly. I think a, a seven-game losing streak carries the weight of a night would be like is the equivalent of a nineteen-game losing. Streak. Yes, yeah, straight up. So this is like. So what Tucker Barnhart was saying, I agree with. I think that like I don't think that this like. I mean, is it like a proper World Series win? No, but I think given everything, given just the way things are in America right now, given everything, like, look, I don't care if it's a 40-game season. I don't care if it's a 10-game season. Mm. If the Reds win the World Series, I am going off. We are all three of us. We are 
going on the bender of benders. Going (laughs) off. It will be, I mean, if the Reds won the World Series and nothing was going on right now, that would probably be the best thing that happened in our hypothetical non-corona, non-unrest 2020s, right? I mean, easily. Yep. So imagine if if the Reds win with everything that's going on right now. If the Reds win the World Series, it will be the best part of the year. Not even close. No. Well, we're, it's almost, it's just like a lot of people saying the same thing about the NBA. It's like, if they, if some, if someone wins that tournament, are they still champions? I'm like, yeah, everything yeah. going against them. Like this, you immediately start yeah. the season in the playoff, in the playoff hunt. Well, like, to be fair with the NBA and NHL, like they had seasons, they had pretty much their full seasons, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Like I'm just, I'm so like giddy about the thought of baseball being back, but like, man, I don't know if it will. I, I, I still, it's one of those things. It's like, it has been so beyond touch and go. And then with news breaking every day that like people just, people just don't care at all. No, they just people don't just care. genuinely have no empathy. They don't even know what the word means. So <laughs> I just like, man, I just, I, I don't even know if it's going to happen. I honestly don't know if it will happen because of coronavirus. I mean, Charlie Blackman already got it just from uh-huh. practicing in Denver. Didn't I mean, really. I don't know what he's doing outside of practicing a course, but like Sean Doolittle's wife had a great point and it's kind of startling. She said that like the only way that this season can happen is if 100% of players behave 100% correctly, 100% of the time. That means like all the, like Yasiel Puig, you are not going out. Ronald Acuna, Ozzy Albies, Dansby Swanson. I know y'all love acting a fool. And just being, being young studs as you do, but you're not doing that right now. Yeah, Dietrich, you are staying in the hotel. You are getting room service. That is what is happening. There is there is no going out whatsoever. You are quarantined to your well, hotel that's, slash apartment. That's what happened in the NWSL is Orlando, the Orlando Pride had to remove themselves from the NWSL season because like a handful of their young players were like going out and they all got COVID and they're like, well, because of the quarantine timelines, because of all this, we literally cannot get to the field on time. So we're out. Yeah. Yeah. And I could totally see that. I mean, it's a global pandemic. It's a massive, like, it's a big thing and it's going to get worse. And I don't know. It is what it is. It's like, right. And also it makes, what makes like the NBA interesting with Kate, with, almost called Disney World or Disneyland Kings Island um, with, with Disneyland reopening and them all quarantining at the world of sports. Like, do, I don't, I don't know. If I think gonna... the bubble idea is worse than what baseball is doing. Yeah. Agreed. Cause I was all for it. Agreed. I was all Having for it. everybody on top of each other with the ability to like sneak out and go out. Yeah, I know. It's, I well, agree. They're doing like, they have like players lounges and like golf and stuff. And it's like, okay, I would like, as like, okay, here's the deal. Nobody like professional athletes to a T have all worked their absolute asses off. Right. And we, we, we go to that for them in that way every single time during this hell, hellacious off season. Whenever people have been coming at them, like, oh, you're millionaires getting paid to play a game. Yeah, no, not really. Yes and no. But anyways, this is where it's this is where I'm gonna actually agree with the next beards of the world. Like, all right, guys, here's the deal. You right, you are millionaires getting paid to play a game. 
We know you work hard. That's not the debate here. Now you got to work the hardest. You cannot fuck this up. Yep. If, yeah. we, if, if this comes back, you guys cannot fuck this up. Like, just dial in and grind. It's a short season. You have had way more family. Like, Joey, like, well, Joey Bonner doesn't have family. And any player with a family has had way more time with their family this year than they ever have in the, their entire career. Uh, exactly. Except, did you guys see the Shogo Akiyama thing the other day? No. Where he was with Lorenzen? No, well, yeah, he has been in L.A. with his translator away from his family this whole time, just grinding. Oh. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the guys who have been amazing. grinding, which is so cool to see, I mean, with Trevor doing live ABs and just staying in the zone, uh, I mean, Dietrich holding workouts, like, just on IG, showing what he does and shit. Have you seen what Strowman's been doing? No. He has been setting up Zoom calls with high school and college programs, like, every night. And just, That's like, so high-gassing up players. Like, it's so sick. What a guy. But it's also weird Then there's the other mentality where, like, Joseph Daniel has, has not been – I don't know, but it's for a fact. But he's – I mean, came out and said, like, I've just been, you know, taking it easy in Canada and staying home and relaxing. And, See, that's yeah. my thing with Votto. It's like I am never going to – he is one of the most brilliant minds in the, of hitting that the game has ever seen. That being said – I, I, I feel like he hasn't really embraced, like, the new wave of, like, hitting coaches and training. Going to do a quick plug, this book, Swing Kings. I'm balls deep in the modern wave of hit, hitting coaches right now. But he's never really done that. He's never really, like, gone to a guru to anyone's knowledge. And it's like, I don't know, man. It's like, I'm not trying to discount his ability one bit. He is the... I will go to the grave. He is the greatest Reds hitter of all time. He is one of the best first basemen of all time. Neither of those facts are up for debate. That being said, dude, whatever you've been doing as far as your mentality and preparation and off-season development, I don't know, man. It hasn't been working the last couple of years. Started, started to not work. Yeah. Yeah. And guess what? He doesn't have the time right now to figure it out and get ready when he does no, like where he's like March, in, April, May. Games. No, you need to fucking be ready now and not just seeing these pitches like and figuring out each umpire strike zone and 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 tr- like just tinkering with oh, your swing in the box. You I just need had to a horrible fucking, thought. You just need to fucking get in there and get the shit done and get rolling. Yeah. And hey I don't guys. know how he does that. Hey guys. Yeah. This isn't going to happen for 5 million reasons. You're here but, uh, to hurt her feelings, Dan. No, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm here. I'm, I'm here to just throw a pipe bomb into this conversation. <laughs> okay, okay. What if uh, What if Votto is like doing real bad, and they're like, "Okay, we need a platoon partner at first, and the Reds trade for Albert Pujols." Oh, fuck you, <laughs> gross. That's disgusting. I just, I just threw up. I just, it would make me so sad to see Pujols do that anyway, that if it was to the Reds, that would just be twisting the knife. Yeah. Um, like, to see, I don't know, Pujols right now, Pujols at the end of this Angels contract, and we'll see this season. It, it's starting to look corpse, like, dude. It's starting to look yeah. like Michael Jordan in a Wizards jersey. It's a fucking bummer. Yeah. Except so, people don't respect him anymore. Oh, uh, and, and I mean... Uh, I think it's worse than the Wizards uniform. I mean, there was multiple times where Jordan in that season for the Wizards or that second season went up and put up 50 points. Yeah, it's like, over. What kind of a bat, like, 
Also, Albert Pujols doesn't own the Angels. Jordan, like, yeah. was, uh, no, was the owner and was basically like, man, y'all suck. I'm getting down there and fixing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the yeah. ultimate power move. Yeah. But, but yeah. still, no, you know, know what I, I mean. It's just yeah. a bummer to see. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's like, that's what's so exciting about, but not, it's like, the Reds can plug the holes. Like, look, I mean, if, I don't think Vado's, like, I, I hope to God it's not like after like 30 games, it's not like, okay, we got to bench Joey. But yeah, like, Castellanos right. can play first. Uh, I bet Moose I mean, could. Moose could play first for sure. So Adrian. that's the, that's oh. the other thing that I'm intrigued about. Uh I really just the Dodgers as an organization, they just have just like an eight of like one through nine on their lineup basically can just play anywhere. Muncie can play all over the infield. Yeah. Chris Taylor can play infield, outfield, Kike Hernandez, Bellinger can play first in the outfield, Justin Turner can play first. Uh I don't know, man. I think that it's for set both for Senzel's development, I don't I'm not personally of the mindset and mentality like, oh, he needs yeah. to stay in center field to develop as an outfielder. Obviously, yeah. Like, Move him around. He's an yeah. athlete. Yeah, put Let him, him at play second. Third. Put him at second. Put him at third. Yeah. Uh, if, like, and that's another like, – that just gives you way more options. It's like I would much rather see if Moose needs a breather. I would much rather see Moose at DH and Senzel at second and then any one of the outfielders than like Freddie Galvis at second, like Alex Blandino or something at short. Agreed. Know? 100% agree because, I mean, we still have that depth. It's just not – It's not quality depth. Not yeah, exactly. We're not the Dodgers, but I think we are just a step below. I mean, there's this there's, is. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Bill. I no, you're I didn't good. Mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, but it's I. I you know, that's it. I, I don't. I don't think that we are lacking too much in depth. I mean, we aren't the Dodgers, but I don't know. Definitely plug holes. Damn near the Dodgers. Um, I mean, not outfield. Yes, infield. Yeah, no. yeah, for sure. And that comes with the utility depth, like. And this is just complete conjecture, but I do wonder, like, if you go through and you look at some of the more prominent utility guys over the last, you know, decade or so, and I don't know, like, who would that be? Zobrist, obviously. Zobrist, Logan Forsyth, Chris Taylor. So uh, these guys, these utility guys, and the only, and again, I, I have nothing to base this off. This is just more so a question, I guess. Like, the same reason why young athletes are told to not specialize, right? You don't want to be a PO when you're 12. You want that kid to be a forward on his soccer team and a shooting guard on his basketball team, and you want him to work those athletic muscles and that athletic brain. And also, those kids, um, I know that they like the non-specialized athletes experience less injuries. So, like, I would like to see some sort of metric where to see like you know, how often these utility guys get hurt. Like a guy like uh, Zobrist, you know, where you're not just stagnant standing in right field. Or He was I don't on know. the DL with a broken heart when he went through his divorce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah bro- you know, you know, broken arm, that's not exactly a wear and tear injury. I don't know. It's just conjecture, but I love the idea. You use Galaxy Brain. I love the idea of just baseball player i agree U- yeah. utl that i've been going on such a deep austin martin bender dude right and i mean that kid jesus dude he could he's uh-huh. like russell wilson it, like he could be he could play he could be db like dude that's the thing with austin martin it's like 
He had one of the most shocking draft tumbles in recent memory. What was he, six or seven? He fell to the fifth pick. He was like, That's crazy. He, he was like, that was like, it was that dramatic that he, and he still only fell to the fifth from the second yeah. in the spot. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I just think that it's doing a disservice to the team to like, like keep Senzel in the outfield. And like, especially with all the depth, it's like, it's not like, like we can keep going to this. It's like, it's not like we're hurting for outfielders. Like Jesse no. Winker, Philip Irvin, Shogo Akiyama, uh, Nick Senzel, Aristides Aquino, Nick Castellanos, uh, Michael Lorenzen. There's plenty of bodies. Travis Janowski. Travis Janowski. Jankowski. Yeah. But still, like, there's just so many guys that, like, why not let's, like, DH Gino put Moose at third or Senzel at third. And then, yeah. Senzel at second. Like, who cares? Whatever. Also, Agreed. if we get to extras, I'm putting Travis at second. Yeah. yeah he's, he's fast. Or Lorenzen. Yeah, either one of those. Guys. Exactly. There's another use for Lorenzo. I I mean, I don't I the team in our division this hurts the most aside from the Pirates cuz they are fucking terrible. Um might be the Cubs. I mean, how much versatility do they have outside of Bodie? So, the Cubs, well, Ian Happ can play all around. Chris Ian Bryant can Bodie. play outfield. Uh the Cubs are currently like I I read a couple articles that said they're like this helps them. I don't know. I I'm not high on the Cubs. I mean, Baez can probably play all over like he could definitely play second and short i don't see why he couldn't play third right uh i don't know man it's just like i feel like i'm not gonna say it's the reds division to lose but like it feels like it 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 really does it's like man like i can't there's not a team better built for this than the reds uh who went down for the cards uh starting rotation tommy john this year uh it's not flaherty it it's not one of the good ones it's not wainwright uh, Waka went to the Mets. Um, somebody what, Jason uh, Isringhausen. Yeah. <laughs> what Chris Carpenter's uh, son? Yeah, because I can't Cardinals remember who it was. But they just had a, they just had an arm go down. Was it Dakota Hudson? No. Was it Miles Michaelis? Yes. Michaelis is out for the year with TJ. That, I mean, that's that's huge. I mean, it, it, when you have this this few of games and you lose your third No, it's starter. John Brebbia. He's a reliever. There was somebody else, too. I thought there was a starter. That's all I'm seeing is Brebbia and then Jordan Hicks. He's going to be out. I thought he, he was thrown off the mound already, but I don't know if he... Yeah, he's not going to be back. Yeah, I don't okay. see it. Interesting. I thought Miles Michaelis went down. But anyway, so if you lose a starter like that or anybody in your in your pen like that, I don't know. It'll be... I think it's honestly, it's still the Cardinals to lose. They, they were the class of the division last year. I kind of uh, like, I want to, man, I, I don't because he's coming off Tommy John, but I would love to see Hunter Green just yes. like in a bullpen role this year. Yes. But I don't, it's, I, it shouldn't happen. It will it be shouldn't. hard to see. I mean, just as far, you know, what you brought up earlier, what Dickie Dub was, was talking about, like with a 60 game schedule, Every single game is important. It will uh-huh. be like a playoff environment. Like you said, if you go on a five-game skid, you might as well have just lost 13 games in a row. Yep. It's a big deal. So I don't know. Like, But I throw him in there, man. Throw Hunter Green in there. I, normally, yes, but like, I don't know. He's so young and he's coming off TJ. But like, if he, if, if, I don't know. Just if, if his arm is healthy enough, if you, if yeah. you can deem it healthy mm-hmm. enough, 
throw them in there. If well, but then the service, just, but then the clock starts too. I think exactly. Yeah, because That's this counts true. as a full service year. So I, I was my other thing is, will we see Tyler Stevenson this yes, year? Yes, for sure. You think so? I think so. Just because, like, with how he was doing in the fall league and in the spring. I think that he was a September call-up possibility this year anyway. Same. And it's like, I think it's important at this point. It's like... Psychologically. I, yeah, like, it's... To get these like, guys up. That, but also just like, man, they got to figure out what the deal is long-term there. Because, like, I don't know. Like, it's not like there's... Tyler Stevenson's a good prospect, but he's not like an Adley Rushman or a Joey Bard or something. It's like, he's a good prospect. So, like, I don't know. I'm... Tucker really needs to hit the ball this year. He really needs to hit the ball. Yes, he It'll does. It'll be very easy to replace him with T. Steve. Yes. Right. And it's and also, what is Casali going to do? I mean, his bat was solid last year. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, that's where it gets I think interesting. He's gonna he be, I think he's going to be Sonny Gray's catcher. Right. I can see that, too. Um, you know what? I would almost bet on it that he's going to be Sonny Gray's catcher. I wonder if there's a place where I could do oh, that. Oh, he's son of a Oh, I think there is. Yeah, there is no is shortage it, of action going on with our partners over at betonline.ag. I can't stand it. The you. sports world is slowly making its way back with the NBA announcing its return in late July. Baseball's back. Soccer's back. UFC's back. NASCAR's back. Everything is coming back. So BetOnline okay, has the best boomer. odds, lines for their upcoming games and matches. Need more? BetOnline has simulated NFL, NBA, UFC happening live every day for devout gamblers to check out. BetOnline also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit BetOnline.ag on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts. This Fuck episode yeah. also brought to you by Gorilla's Pickles. Yeah, Grillo's pickles guaranteed to make you come. Yep the the merch is just as crispy as the pickles. Uh, dude, uh, speaking of bets, speak, okay, just speaking <laughs> of weird bets and little prop bets and everything. If you boys had a hundred dollars of free money to spend on BetOnline.ag, um, highest batting average in Major League Baseball this year. Over or under three ninety five? Under, under, sure. You think under? You don't think somebody? You don't think Mike Trout could bat four fifty for so. third for thirty games and then bat three hundred for? It's, I don't it's, think so. Dude, you don't see, think anybody goes out and completely catches fire? You know who could do it? Who if if you maybe put money on it? I think it would either be Bellinger or Yelich. I mean, either one of those guys could realistically do it. Here's one for you guys. What will be higher? Shohei Otani's home runs plus RBIs or Shohei Otani's strikeouts as a pitcher? Ooh. I'm, I'm tweeting this. I'm going. Th- that's, a, that's a great tweet. I'll I'm going go, strikeouts just because I'm of go, numbers, sheer numbers. Yeah, I'm going K's. If he gets 12 starts. And what's his what's his case per nine? Probably like eight to ten somewhere in there. Yeah, that's a good tweet. That's a good question. Yeah, I uh, was. If you made me guess, high seven. So say yeah. So he would have. So in a sixty game spread, that's crazy. I mean, who's going to lead the league in dingers? Like, if somebody has twenty five home runs this year, that's astonishing. Right. That that's like every other game. 
That's kind of the thing that Harold Reynolds was talking about last night on MLB Network, which I see with him is that the game will not be the three true outcomes. It's going to be a lot more situational hitting and small ball. Yeah, for sure. You'll have to. And I agree with that. I totally see that. I mean, I don't, I mean, which makes the Castellanos signing even better because that guy's just going to keep slapping doubles. That's all he's got to do is just bang it off the fucking wall. Make that ball his little little slut farm i fucking love it i'm all for it i'm oh but um fan said the cardinals are going to finish first and then there's basically a three-way tie for second between us the brewers and the cubs or do i have that wrong no i I don't know that's that's right yeah so i mean how do you break up those ties is it just by you know who you played and whose record was better i mean are we gonna have a one game Oh God! Playoff situation. Games, game sixty-one. I'm into it. <laughs> God, it's just crazy. It just sucks we couldn't settle and get to sixty-nine games. I mean, God, that just, would have been so nice. The horniest How season. How funny would that would have been? Like, why? That would have made God. this season the best of all time by a wide margin. Exactly. Yeah, they screwed the pooch on it. Well, they're not fucking because they didn't just they didn't go with sixty-nine. But it's just such bullshit. Sixty-nine in twenty twenty. Imagine those shirts. Come on. My tits. My tits. Your mouth. My dick. Your giant. My face. 69 (sighs) games. Come on it. Come in it. Come on, Eileen. So Um, if you, if super early, wait, not way too early, but early-ish projections, I mean, who do you think, I mean, if we went and break it down for each division, who's winning your division, the divisions, and who is winning the wild card? Uh, NL, I've got Braves, Reds, Doyers, and then wild card, I'm going to go Nats and whoever the second place in the NL Central is. Okay. And then AL, I'm going to go Yankees, Twins, uh, Angels, and then A's and Indians. Wow, Astros missing the playoffs. Uh, I, yeah, dude, I still think things are going to be pretty weird for them. It's going to be really weird for them. On top of, they were going to struggle early on regardless. With, you know, and I'm not saying just because they Is don't Verlander have the trash can banks, but like mentally, all of them were going to go out and be in their head. Well, so does this yeah. help them, though? Does the extended break help them? I think I'm. It definitely takes the heat off them a little bit, but as soon as we start playing baseball again, people are going to be like, "Oh yeah, remember the Astros are fucking cheaters." And yeah, yeah. I mean, but there's no no nobody at opposing games is going to be sitting there booing them, you know. So maybe you're right. Maybe it does. Give yeah, them you know, I'll give the Astros a wild card. I think the Angels. Well, no, I'll give the the Astros the West and the Angels the wild card. Okay, Lee, what do you got? Uh, I mean, in the A in the NL, I'm going to go Reds. You can't go against the Dodgers. And then in the East, I mean, I don't know. Not to just pick you right back off of there, but how do you not pick the, the Braves? Dude, they're right. so good. They're so fucking filthy. And then, the, and then the wild card in the NL, let's say um, Cubs-Phillies. Ooh, yeah. The Philly- I like that. 
I think the, the Phillies are pretty fucking good as far as like yeah. offensive depth. They don't really oh, yeah. have many arms, but I mean, they can they just break. got Wheeler though. Yeah, yeah, they they, they can that, break. I think that the wild cards will be the second place teams in the East and Central, but I could also For just sure. see the Diamondbacks getting real Randy. I, I that think could so happen. Too. That could happen. That's a sexy pick, the D back. Yeah, don't but forget take, they got Bumgarner. Yeah, dude, fuck. Who's a workhorse? So, Talk and about then, a team that's not benefiting by getting the DH. They just signed Madison Bumgarner. Now I can't even hit. Yeah, um, right. But at least he'll have more time on his ranch. Yeah. Yeah, and then in the AL, I'll go, let's see, West, I'll go Do- uh, uh, Angels, East, I'll go. Uh, How do you go against the Yankees? Yeah, I mean, it's got to be the Yankees. Central, um, 60 games, all those young players. Uh, for the fun of it, let's say that the White Sox. No, White ah. Sox are going to. Nah. No. Everybody's buying the White Sox stock too early. Yeah, yes. it might be a little too early with Jimenez and all them. But uh, I'll go Yankees, Angels, Indians. And then in the wild card, I'll go. Astros White Sox. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'll go All Astros, right. Sox. I'm going to go uh, NL. You've got, I mean, Braves, duh. I mean, Reds. Braves, Reds, Dodgers is hard to not do. You're no, I mean, picking. that's that's it. That's that for the National League and Dodgers. But Those look like the three on paper favorites. In your wild card. Oh, buddy. I think you go Nationals, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Diamondbacks. Yeah, I'm all about the Diamondbacks on that one. <laughs> those le- those leathery, scaly bastards. <laughs> uh, AL, uh, Yankees, Twins, A's, and your wild cards are the Ooh, Rays. Like that. Like that. There you go, Bill. The Rays and um, Astros. Ooh, there you go. And then I your, like... your world, your way too, way, way, way too early World Series is going Reds to, Astros. Is going to be uh, Reds Yankees. Seven that would be so fucking dope if it was the uh, Reds Astros. Dude, imagine Reds Yankees. Game seven, Sonny Gray pitches a complete game. And ends the game by striking somebody out with a high fastball. Just immediately flips off the dugout. <laughs> the Yankees dugout. Dude, See, yeah. I fucking told you. I told you. It's, oh, dude, no. He actually busts out his slider for that game and makes him chase in the dirt. Oh, just like, hey, God. I figured it out. Didn't need your fucking dumb dick brain, you ass munchers. Sonny Gray, oh. man. I love some of the stuff he's been putting out on dude, social media. Just big dick energy bullpens. Just love it. Hit, yeah, exactly. Just little 10-second video clips of him caught, he'd be like all right two fastballs this one up and in and then the second one i need to get it a little bit off the plate and just whack yeah. whack god it's so pretty sunny baby so that we might as well do awards while we're here yeah yeah sure uh, let's, let's i'm gonna go for mvps i'm gonna go ronald acuna and Ooh. i'm gonna go you know what he they're doing the six-man rotation and Anaheim. It's a short season. Things are going to be weird. The dude looks like a semi truck. Shohei is winning MVP. 
Okay, I like, like that. Dude, here's the thing with Shohei. It's like, how, okay, let's say he hits 25. What other player can affect every That's single what I'm saying. game? Let's yeah. say he hits 25 home runs, has 80 RBIs, hits like 280 with like a 340 OBP or something, and then he has like a high threes or low fours ERA. It's like, like how is that not most valuable? Most valuable Agreed. player. Yeah, he's the only person in the Major League Baseball right now that can can affect every you know every game of the sixty games potentially for his team. Yeah, I mean, I don't see him ever getting really a day off. I mean, does he need? I mean, well, no, he's gonna. So I think they're still gonna do like proper off days uh, before and after his starts. So six man rotation. So let's say. I mean, I doubt Otani pitches opening day just because, like, for political reasons. Uh, let's say DH, DH, off, start, off, DH. So, day, yeah, so that's that's a six-day week because they're six starters. So that's a lot of impact, you know? Yeah. So then, uh, okay, that's so there's your MVPs. Mine. Cy, uh, Ah, uh, MVPs. I'll say um, Tucker Barnhart. Yeah, <laughs> Kirk Casale, and then uh, the fungo bat for the Yankees. No, um, <laughs> man, uh, NL. I think it's going to go to Yelich this year, or I mean, or Juan Soto. I'm in between. I'm in between on those. Juan Soto is a good move, but dude, Yelich isn't going to. I don't know. I don't know. Yelich is a stud, man. I think a no, he's a complete like, stud. He's a complete stud. But I'm saying in a, I don't know. It's 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 back to the 60 game season. It can either be, it can go one way or the other. You could. What if Yelich? What if the Brewers fucking suck this year? But Yelich finds a way to bat 402 on the season. I, I think that's. I think that's probably what's going to happen. Oh, speaking of which, Bill, have you looked at the available players in our keeper league? No, because Christian Yelich is available. How? I don't know. There's some really dumb people in our league. I got to get back on that because it's it's time I to mean, go. I just looked yesterday. For I'm going to text Bill and uh, see uh, when we're drafting. But here's some of the lists of available players. Yelich, Devers, Bregman, Rizzo, Betts, Story, Harper, Ramirez, Marte, Meadows, Kettle Marte, JT Real Muto, uh, JD Martinez, Jose Altuve, George Springer, Javi Baez. Like, why are these people all cut? That makes well because we play with idiots. Well, anyways, <laughs> but um, so wait, I got Yelich, then AL Trout. I mean, duh. I think. I think that he could do the he could have yeah. the same thing, same effect that Yelich does, which is just hits four hundred two, four hundred three, and just matches yeah. in those sixty games. I mean, what we're only a few years removed. We're four years removed from Joey Votto in sixty games, hit four hundred, hit over four hundred. Yeah, and ha- I was was going to break the record for doubles. Right. So Lee, um, who do you got? I, I will say, insure you, you know, Homer Ball or whatever. Um, let's say MVP. You want to say the MVP is the best player on the best team? Um, <laughs> hard, hard stance. Freddie Galvis. Yeah, that's it. Um, no, um, my 60 game MVP is going to be. Ah, 
Fuck it, yeah, Gino, baby. (laughs) Yeah, what a man! Thirty-three home runs. Who cares? Like he, his season last year, his last two seasons have been bonkers. He was trending to. If we would been, if we would have been playing 162 games this year, at the beginning of the season, if you had said Gino Suarez was your, you know, MVP pick, it's not that crazy of a pick. No. It's not at all. You know, 60 games coming off of the surgery or whatever. Sure, I get it. But, like, nah, dude, fuck it. Let him go out there and hit 30 dingers this year. Yeah. Um, I'll take Gino Suarez and then in the AL um, Garrett Cole. Oh, the Verlander pick with the MVP, and then yeah, fuck there's it, your man. Cy Young pick too. I think I think they're gonna win the the AL, and between his money and just his robotness, you know, watch him go out and watch him go thirteen and zero with an ERA. Also, under that's one a and pretty a half. easy division. Like, yeah, the Red like, Sox have some good. good bats. Like the Blue Jays are still real young, and the Rays are. Yeah, but the Blue Rays, Rays are, are like the second most exciting team in that division. Yeah, and don't forget how terrible the Orioles will be. Yeah, the worst team ever, maybe. They could win less than 10 games this year. Oh, Oh, man. Dude, I'm calling it now. The Orioles win 11 games this year. You're saying they're 11 and 49. Imagine if that was your record. I mean, they they don't have have Mancini all year. Yeah, he got the chance. Their only good player. Okay, I'm sorry. I have to say it. Man. Trey Mancini is a real clubhouse cancer. Hey, that's terrible. No, it's it's great, and it totally fucks one of my fantasy baseball teams. So he's gonna be. I'm rooting for the guy. That shit sucks, though. That shit really sucks. What what kind of cancer does he have? Colon, I think. Yeah, colon cancer. His offensive game, yeah, Mancini's offensive game has shown a ton of growth. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. you know I think I know. you know I think his offensive game is is here to stay to be malignant. Oh my god, dude! We're, on hell. we're going to get we're going to get canceled, but you know, seven percent uh, of people are baseball fans, so who knows? Hey, um, do we want to do Cy Youngs? Yeah. Ooh. Honestly, shortened season. He's not going to get burnt out on the back nine like he usually does. Fuck it, man. I'm going to pull Lee Kimbrell, Luis Castillo. Luis Castillo. Love that. And then uh, for AL, let's go. I mean, Garrett Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, NL, I'm going to go. I- I'm going Sonny Gray, man. Let him stack it up. Ooh. Let him get after it. Love that. Yeah, baby. Um, and then I am going to go AL. Ooh, I just want to say Lance Lynn because he's just the workhorse, and I love that guy to oh, death. Lance Lynn. But it's going to be Garrett Cole. There's no way around it. I mean, that, he, he will repeat what he did last year. All right, dude. Well, if you guys are going Castillo and Gray, then I'm going T-Bow for Commissioner and Cy Young. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, in the AL. Uh, I mean, you have Garrett Cole winning MVP. How is he not winning? Yeah, MVP? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. Garrett, it's Cole. right there. So, I mean, it's kind of crazy that we we're, we're doing actual like you know sixty game predictions. After it's exciting, the, man. You know, we were getting the ready longest off season. Oh, it's been brutal. I mean, Lee, we've been doing this. What we've taken 
one week off through this whole it's bullshit. So ridiculous, man. And I think this whole year we've maybe taken off two weeks and it's just yeah. been us talking about what could be. And now yeah. we finally get the satisfaction. We get to come. After like a full off season of just like real but hard. real excitement. Like like such excitement. It's like, like we we've we've had a different porn star in bed every week. First we're sleeping with Nick Castellanos, then we're sleeping yeah. with like Mustakis, then Pedro Strope's throwing up showing up for a weird orgy. But yeah, like, I know. we haven't gotten to come at all. And then then the blue balls happen. But and then, then it the looked ba- like we were never gonna be able and, to yeah, come. And then it looked no. like we were about to become monks or something. And then the live at bat start. And then Hunter Green starts throwing a slurve. And then we find out that Shogo's just been posted up in LA just smacking balls. Like I have just you know those like industrial size, like school cafeteria size like giant cans of pudding? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm working with right now. <laughs> fucking love that. You're just you talking it in there. Nilla pudding? Dude, mm, just happy so, yoga. Oh god. Just like imagine nice and chunky. Imagine like two gallons of boba tea. Oh, <laughs> oh god. Little <laughs> uh, bubble bursting all over. Oh through, yeah. Coming out through pearls. that straw. Oh god. They're not kidney stones, I swear. It's like oh, a, fuck yeah. We've just been sitting on cement mixers and now we can finally chug them. The McDonald's ice cream machine has been down for months and it's finally time for a shamrock shake. Thank God. Oh, hi, Ozzy. He's back. He's been, he was very, very, very happy. Man. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I feel good about it. We can get more into, mo- into to, uh, ta- I almost called them moon taxis again. Taxis. <laughs> fucking next week. Moon and, taxis. Uh, dude, this, this episode has had a pretty optimistic bent to it. This has felt good. Yeah, I think the only choice we have, and through this whole experience and through everything, is to be optimistic. We're talking um, baseball, bitch. Do you guys want to get really drunk when the Kentucky Senate race is called? Is that next yeah, week? man? Charles is going to win that shit, man. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. McGrath's fucked. You really love to see it. You, you do. And Just throwing on more positivity. And seeing him out today with you know Common and Jada Pickett Smith, I'm like. Fuck, and I yeah. can't remember I can't remember his boy's name, but uh his buddy who who just won a seat up in New York. Yeah, Jamal Bowman. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, did you hear this? Did he, the guy that he was going against is like just mega Democrat like establishment guy. And he was caught on a hot mic saying that he wouldn't care about or like he wouldn't care about the protests and about blm if it wasn't an election cycle <laughs> yeah that was fucking nuts what a dumbass I, jesus christ i'm honestly concerned that that's something that will happen to biden and we're totally going to be fucked this year oh well dude biden wrote every fucking crime law in the middle of the 90s it's that's a whole different podcast like whatever you got to vote for him there it, it's not it's not very hard to tear him down like he's no, he 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 ruined a lot of black lives in the early '90s, but you know, yeah, and he's and not Trump, Donald Trump. No, and Trump is still continuing to dig his grave, and he dug a lot of them in Tulsa. Um, yeah, yeah, that was amazing. Just like knowing what it takes to produce an arena show, like so the amount of money that his campaign lost on that is so enormous. I mean, obviously, like Staggering. in the grand scheme of things, like. It's his. It's Donald Trump's campaign. It's not like it's like a massive loss, but like they lost a lot of money. Yeah, I, you really. It's beautiful. You love to see yeah. it. 
You really love to see it. Thank you, K-pop fans. Thank you so much. Yeah, the best. What a crazy development that has been. I love well, it. Well, and it's like the campaign manager was like, yeah, no, actually, like, we have a way of rooting out emails. Like, we knew, blah, 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 blah. Okay, you can't say that, but then also be hyping it up saying that 800,000 people are coming because you clearly didn't realize that you were Yeah, gonna yeah, no, you're wrong. You missed it by a million bodies. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Ugh. Well, these bodies are ready to round third and head for home. Who wants to start? Uh, I got really nothing to plug um, other than if you want to, I don't know, head over to Cincy Shirts and buy a shirt um donate some money to a bail bond, a bail fund or the Charles Booker campaign because it looks like we're going to need it going into November and uh yeah I got nothing to plug other than call your mom and <laughs> I'll uh, call your mom for a plug there it is <laughs> fucking christ I was that's why I made that face I was like nope you just set up Danny god damn it call my mom for a plug guys hell um, yeah yeah what do you guys got uh I don't really have anything. I mean, what Lee said, follow me on Twitter at Sandy Dana. And then once Booker smokes McGrath's dumbass, then uh, I'll be posting a lot of links to how to get involved and stuff. Nice. Fuck well, yeah. I have shows to plug, which is weird. Um, okay. July Ooh. 2nd, Max Pizza Pub in Covington and Main Strauss. Eight o'clock will be an awesome showcase. Um, July 9th. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Fireside's back. Lee's on that show. It's going to yeah. be great. It's going to be so fucking good. Um, I'm really excited because Sam at Fireside has taken this seriously to the nth degree. Um, for, for, for Fireside, we are doing reservations because there's not a whole lot of room. You've got to make a reservation. We'll figure out that, and there will be an announcement on that next week. Um, thanks to Carl Spate for doing the new posters. They're really fucking rad. Um, but yeah, it's Fireside nine o'clock on the ninth or the seventh will be great. I mean, it's a great show. And Fireside is the seventh, a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what's really great, um, what we're gonna do, and I think it's smart, is for the first for this month, these months, this for July, with uh, them normally being open mics and a lot of people flooding it. That's not great for social distancing. So Chris, John, and I are booking all of our open mics so that. Um, we can keep the numbers down uh, comic-wise so we're not packing it in and that patrons can come in and watch the show, knowing that people are hungry for live entertainment. Um, yeah. And with Fireside, masks are required. I think that's fucking great. I mean, is it going to be weird? Yeah, but we're not living in a, in, a, in a normal time. So fucking get used to it. Everywhere should be, everyone should be wearing masks. Dude, I saw a picture of a comedy club that's around here that's open – and no one in there was wearing a mask. Name and shame. Mm-mm. No. Is it, was it Wiley's? No. No. Well, I mean, that was happening. It was um, that new one in Louisville. Or no. no, Lexington, the Laughing Post. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, the Laughing Post, Wiley's, the funny stop up in Cuyahoga Falls. There's no mask. That's insane. I mean, my wife has it and has lost her sense wild. of has lost her sense of taste and smell and is and there's a chance that it could never come back and people it's, in it's asian countries hell. people in asian countries wear masks when they're just feeling slightly under the weather just out of like common courtesy right and, like yeah. over here it's a fucking oppression apparently right yeah fuck you wear a mask it's really not hard you can't breathe 
Well, guess what? If you get this, you're not going to be able to taste or smell. Also, or you, you can't breathe. You're a baby. Yeah, you're a fucking child. Stop it. Be an adult and wear a mask and think about the others around you. Yeah. And think if about you yourself. you can't breathe with a mask on, you need to get on a treadmill, you big fatties. Yeah, go home. Just go yeah. home. The onus, is, the onus is not on places to let you in without a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, the onus is on you to not leave your grounds. Yep, 100%. So I'm really excited for that. I mean, dude, that's huge, man. I can't wait for that bill. That's soon, yeah. dude. That's like, that's like next fucking Tuesday, not next Tuesday, but two Tuesdays from now. Yeah. And then Thursday, Thursday God, is Matt. Fuck, let's fucking go, dude. What two spots in a week. Ooh, I know. Again, again. Yeah. It's real nice. So we'll see what happens, but, um, that's awesome, man. In the meantime, yeah, I'll post information in the, in the story about fireside and Max when it happens and uh yeah i'm pretty excited so Bet, thanks, baby. To, thanks to armchair for being our podcast dads make sure you get people involved in the scholarship if you know black creatives um so do for that. sure i sent that i sent that out to a couple folks who sent it out to a couple folks but i'll put it on my story screenshot it if you know if you know a young black kid who needs some love who's who's creating something good like i don't know get them in the running it's 500 bucks it's a yeah. lot of money it's free money, dude. That's like that could cover books. You know what I mean? It's ha- it's a half an iPad for a young artist or something. You know? Yeah. So. Right. Speaking of which, Jason Isbell with probably his best tweet of many tweets, basically saying that like, oh yeah, it was the, good. The one about like, I don't remember the exact word. Yeah, yeah. How like how being a, like being able to play a guitar or keyboard or Is violin or that's a privilege, and it doesn't make artists that don't have the money for that and are just like making beats on their computer doesn't take away their artistry right yeah it's fact so so spread that around baby i love you boys i love Love you you. this was nice this was great i'm gonna click the pause here in a second but thank you for listening and as always go red lights stay nasty the nastiest As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.